Yeah, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Marcus King. And welcome to this special edition of Let's Talk-ish. We couldn't be together today. It's Mother's Day weekend, so we all with our loved ones and everything else. So we decided to do a very special Let's Talk-ish for you guys. We're going to join in from wherever we are in our locations just to show you guys how much we appreciate you and everything else. So... You know, I got to bring in one of the queens of the show. You know who it is. So she's about to come in right now and be on live with us. So um, due to certain situations beyond our control, like I said, we had to come in. So you know who that is. That's right. This one of the queens of the show. You know who it is. It's me in the house. Yes, sir. So we're waiting for the rest of the crew to get in. We want to chop it up with you guys and have fun. And we want to do our last talk, his due diligence, because it's Saturday. So, oh, you got your cup already. See, I don't got no cup, but whatever. So we wait for Sheikah the Diva and my boy Wavy to come in whenever they get a chance to lock in for they have any locations. But until then, me and Ms. B going to hold it down for you guys and do what we do. So we got a lot of questions on today's show, and we're going to have fun. It's the day before Mother's Day, so before we get started into it, shout out to all the mothers. Um, whether you're auntie, whether you are a cousin, whether you're a sister, whatever the case is that you had some kind of impact in a, in a child's life from young to now, whatever the case may be, I salute you. A mother's job is never done. It's, it's a, a payless, a payless job where you don't get paid for it, but you do reap the reward for, you know, your time your time, your time, time spent into this child's upbringing, whether it's from education, sports, just giving them that wisdom and knowledge, it does pay off in the end. So, um, you know, if we all continue to, to teach this generation and get them on the right track and right page, they will be successful in life. So continue doing a great job you're doing, ladies. You know, these are the future leaders of tomorrow. So with that being said, my hat goes off to you guys and salute to you all. Enjoy your Mother's Day tomorrow. Flowers and everything, candy and everything. Have fun. So with that also, um, are you ready for Mother's Day tomorrow, Miss B? I kind of am. Okay, okay. I am, I am. I mean, anything you want, is, 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 there, is there a Mother's Day? Like, okay, since we have you, before you get, she get everybody on the phone, but I'm going to ask you, like, uh-huh. becoming a mother, right? Because it's Mother's Day tomorrow, but everybody celebrating Mother's Day just... It's like, y'all get the big hoopla, right? Which is kind of crazy. Y'all get the big hoopla. You got people on the corner with the balloons, the flowers, everything. But when it comes to Father's Day, we don't see that shit. What? Oh, my God. Here we go. No, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with that. Yeah. Whatever, no, it's nothing bad. But what? how did you feel when you first became a mother? Like, what was your thought? Like, what was your feeling when you first got introduced to motherhood? Like, how did that feel? Great. <laughs> Um, you know, they told me I couldn't have kids. So when I oh, came out wow. pregnant with my daughter, it was a blessing. So okay. then I came out pregnant with my son, so that was like double a blessing. Um, I felt great. My whole life changed. I started seeing things different, and everything I did was for my daughter at the time until my son came, and now everything I do is for them. Like, was you, were, were you nervous, like, becoming a parent for the first time? Like, no. You wasn't? No, because oh, okay. I, love, I love kids. So I've always been around kids, nieces and nephews from baby, got kids, always had them with me from baby, baby. So I knew what it was to take care of a baby. So but, I was kind of prepared. But not as one. But see, I, I, I get that. But those are kids you can give back. 
You know what I'm saying? But now but this that's is, the thing. I never wanted to give them back, though. Oh, so you had that nurturing feeling from the very yeah. beginning. I never, I never wanted to give them back. So it was, they would literally stay with me for like weeks at a time. Okay, so you, do you want to share like your favorite mothers, like your your first, your first, excuse me, your first Mother's Day? Like, how did that make you feel? Like, give us, give us the insight. Like, how did that make you feel? Your first Mother's Day. It made me feel great. Um, my daughter was just a year, of course, and um, just the fact of they gave her like flowers and candy. She couldn't hold it, but it was just cute though, coming from her with a little card. She scribbled on it, so it was, it, was, it felt great. Okay. I got babied and I got spoiled on that day, so time to feel good. Okay, so did so did being a mother change your life? Did it turn? Like, sure. I mean, we all had our we all had our young teenage phase and semi adult phase where we just out there partying, having fun, living life. But when you became that parent, like at that age, you became a parent the first time. Like, mm-hmm. did your mind process change? Like, what was your like, what was your next step? As saying, you know what? Now I'm a parent. Like, now I have to. I had someone who depended on me. Like, what was the, what was your thought process at that point? Say, oh, this is what I gotta do. This is what I gotta get into now because I am a parent. So my goal was to make sure that my daughter had everything she needed. Okay. And she wouldn't go without. But then also, as fast of raising her, um, my mom is very old school, and so is my grandmother. They mm-hmm. were very, very old school. So I told myself that when it came to my daughter, I wasn't gonna be. I was gonna be that way, but not be that way. Okay. So kind of like let them have a voice, but let her have a voice. That's what I was thinking. To let her have a voice and um to be able to feel free to come and talk to me, and she wouldn't have to go out there to talk to other people to feel comfortable enough. Okay. So now, now that now that you have been, and I know you you said on the show numerous times, you know your daughter is eighteen and your son is about to be thirteen. <laughs> so now that you have transitioned with now you're a veteran. So. You, you've had experience in that situation. So now that you have experienced that, do you feel like you're, that, that you, like what you have instilled in your children throughout these years, that it has now paid off in, in, in the long run? Or do you still feel that there's more that you have to do? Like your job is still not done yet because there's still more they got to learn. Well, my job will never be done. I'm a mother. Okay. So me teaching them and showing them will never end. They could be 60 and I could be in my 80s. I will always feel like, I still got more to teach. Okay. I know that what I instilled in them pays off because my daughter decided today (laughs) to talk to me, you know? So I'm glad that me and her has a relationship so that she could feel comfortable enough to talk to me. Okay. Um, so she told me about a boy that she's interested in. Um, so she started talking to this boy or whatever the case is. Okay. The little boy came and he knocked on my door. Because, yeah, so she told him, my mom is the type of mom that she don't let me go to nobody's home. She has to meet your mother. You have to introduce yourself to her properly. Okay. Um, if she sees the fuck shit from jump, there's no chance. Okay. So he actually knocked on the door and was like, I want to speak to your mom. <laughs> okay. So he, he introduced himself to me or whatever the case is. And. He asked me if they were able to go out for a walk and that he promised to bring her back to the doorstep at whatever time I wanted her back. And that's, that's different. Like, you know, to, I, I mean, 
you can't. Well, I can't say it's different because every every child is raised differently with the mindset. So, I mean, I'm glad that that worked out. Um, yeah, that's that's different. Like you know, to young 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 men today, depending on how they were raised, don't, they don't see the need to introduce themselves to their to their other person. They're the interested parent. They just want to you know they want to hang out and then do the thing and you know, be grown. So I, I mean, I respect the young man for that. That's that's very commendable. It shouts out to his parents because that showed how they yeah. raised him. So hats off to that. So we're gonna get into, we're gonna get to some of the questions for today. Thank you everybody who tuned in for this special edition of Let's Talk Ish. You know, some of our regular our regular fans are in here. We thank you and appreciate you. And some of our new fans are in here. So we definitely appreciate everybody who's on right now. So we want to talk a little bit about um, has the mental health of children been affected due to the pandemic. I think this pandemic has um, really affected a lot of people, whether it's children or adults. I think it, it affected more ch the children because of the fact of, you know, they was taken from their social dynamic, you know, school and activities and things like that. I think that that made them more like, like caged, like animals, because you know, kids are very hyper. So I think that took them from all, when you take them from all these social outlets, because like, you know, some parents, you don't know what they're going, going through at home. So I feel like when they had all those social outlets, they kind of gave them a breath of fresh air, but to take that all from them due to this pandemic, I think it gave them much more like, more like it was secluded and confined. They had nowhere to talk to, you know, different things. And uh, cabin fever is a motherfucker. So I guess that's a lot of things that changed with, within these kids. And it gave kids who couldn't talk to nobody, it gave them, like, I guess it messed with them mentally because they had no one to talk to, confide, especially with like teachers. They felt comfortable with teachers. Some people, some kids felt comfortable with teachers. You know, they felt comfortable with the, the guidance counselors, the, the, the aides in the school, whatever the case may be. All these people were passing by, they just felt comfortable with them. I think that, in my opinion, I think the pandemic really messed up a lot of children. In my opinion, it, it made them it made them too comfortable. Um, the drive that they had more of getting up to go to school and doing what they have to do, being around their peers, mm -hmm. you know, other adults, they got too comfortable being at home that a lot of children started slacking in school, and they got. I'm assuming depressed. I don't want to say depressed, but I'm gonna. I mean, I think that was it. I mean, some kids just you know they wasn't motivated. Right. So, especially if you're a parent that has to go to work. Okay. You know, now your kids are sitting there and they're kind of teaching themselves because you have to go to work. You have to make sure that you still have a roof over your head, you know, and food on the table. So you're not here to monitor them. You're mm. not here. To, you could you could wake up. So what I noticed with the whole pandemic thing, my children used to get up. Well, one, it's time to get up. Let's go. Let's do what we gotta do. And I never had an issue. But throughout the pandemic, to get them up, this is crazy because it's like. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. It's time for school, time for school. But then they kind of roll out of bed. And, and roll, and roll into class. Yes, I've seen that. I, I've dealt with so that myself no, as well. Yeah, so there's no, you got to get up and brush your teeth. You got to eat breakfast before you start class. You understand? So I just feel like they got too comfortable. I, you know, I, I agree with you on that one. I think the fact that, you know, but in some other states before this pandemic started, they were doing stuff like that. But it happened with kids who were, I mean, they, they were unable to come to class due to them being hurt with illnesses and stuff like that. But when they made this like a mandatory thing, it's how kids are going to learn. It was the new way of life. That new way of life, it kind of like, it kind of like smacked you real fast. And it's like, you had no way to react to it because even some parents, 
had to step up now and be parents in some cases. You know what I'm saying? And that also made it a lot difficult because some parents didn't know what their kids liked. Some parents didn't know what their kid was like, you know, what they were learning because, you know, they had after school to help them with homework. You know, the teachers helped them. So they really didn't know what their kid was learning because I say they wasn't, some parents were not intrigued to know what their parents, what their kids were learning. Some, some parents were. But for the parents that didn't know, they had to step up and be parents. And that was difficult for a lot of parents, especially who you said who had to work. Now they, they, you know, they, they, their job got cut because of COVID. So it kind of, the frustrations came out in different ways. And a lot of kids suffered. A lot of relationships suffered. A, a lot of things was like really hard at that point in time because y'all, y'all stuck in a house together. So kids, you know, when they run around, parents are not used to that. They start bugging out, and it's, they take they take their frustrations out on their children, which is wrong. They do. But they do. you know, I think that I think now with everything getting ready to open back up, hopefully with school going back into full force in September, if it does, it should be. Because if you're gonna open up the whole city in full capacity, you might as well let them go back to school. But I think okay. that. So, so my question is, what happens to the parents that enjoy teaching their children and being at home with their they, children? They, they should have the option. They should continue to have that option to say, you know what, I'd rather, they should be, they should be provided those materials to say, you know, on, on, a, on a school basis, like the teachers should be in, in, in conference with the parents and that they should be able to communicate with the parents on a day-to-day basis throughout the whole entire, you know, structure of it, giving them those lessons that to ensure that they're teaching their kids the right way based on how the school goes. But they should be given that, that alternative. Yeah, because some parents know they they yeah, some parents some parents have enjoyed that moment of having their children home, being able to experience that with them. But then for some parents who can't afford that luxury, I do understand that as well. But if you're just doing right. just a past time and you sitting at home just to throw your kid to somebody else, I feel like no, step up and be a parent. Because at the end of the day, your child's knowledge and everything else that that they're looking to obtain and to retain is solely on your hands right about at this current moment. You know, so you have to make that help make that difference and help make that transition a little bit more smoothly, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I think this pan I'm I'm glad that this pandemic has now started to lift a little bit. You know, everybody I'm not gonna say that you should go out there and get this vaccine, but I mean I have I've gotten it. Um, you know, and I hope that a lot of people will take that into consideration to go get it because you know, we are trying to come back to some normalcy. Um, yes, it's going to still be around, just like any other infectious disease or whatever the case may be. It's still around, you know. Um, but in the same cases, we all we get vaccinated for those things. Like when we had the chickenpox, we had, you know, we get the flu shot. So with that said, you know, you have to still think smart about what's the next steps to protect yourself, protect your loved ones, and stuff of that caliber. I'm like I said, I'm not pushing my 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 thing on anyone else to say, oh, because I did it. No, but. We all got to think ahead. Yeah, everything comes with consequences. Everything comes with side effects. Everything comes with with good and bad. You just got to think about what's best for you and what's best for your family at the end of the day because that's all you got when everything is said and done. You got your family. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I thought about that when it came to mind, um, that that was one of the best decisions I decided to make um, to, is to get vaccinated and everything else. Right. So, um, but yeah. So before before we continue, Go ahead. I want to give a shout out to our sponsor. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry about that. Take it, take it, take it over. No, you go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay. You got to do the other one too. <laughs> huh? 
Yeah, do the other one too. The premiere. Oh, so um, <laughs> so May 14th, I'm gonna start with that one first. So May 14th, okay. we are we are privileged to be on the premiere of this um new upcoming movie that's been out. Um, it has an all-star cast, wonderful cast from um Omar Jr. Um, which is Cuba Cuba Jr.'s little brother, um Clifton Powell, um Snoop from The Wire, and many more star-studded cast. In this movie called Guns and Guns and Grams, right? So we were we were blessed to be on to be invited to be on a, on the red carpet and to interview the, the cast and other members of this movie. So let's talk. Ish will be on the red carpet for Guns and Grams on May fourteenth. We will be live and direct. You got to get to see us from our Instagram live into uh, interviewing like. Very major celebrities, like I said, from Clifton Powell, who don't know who Clifton Powell is. He played Pinky on all the Fridays. Um, say it, nigga. <laughs> so um, I don't know if, if people who haven't watched The Wire, you know, Snoop from The Wire, you know, she was on, on Love and Hip Hop at one point. Um, who don't know who um, Omar Jr., um, Omar Gooding is, that's, um, he played um, a role in Baby Boy. And other and other shows like um, TV show Smart Guy, with uh, alongside with um, Taj Mari and um, Jason Weaver, so it's a star-studded cast. Like I said, along with other people that we have not got a chance to see the movie yet, but we will see the movie and be on the red carpet. So stay tuned for that. Also, we want to shout out our sponsor, King Gummy. Um, like I said, you can follow Shop King Gummy on our Instagram. You could definitely follow. We posted it in one of our pictures. Click the link and use the, the promo code. Um, Let's talk. Oh, talk ish. I'm sorry. Use the promo code. Use the promo code talk ish and have fun. Listen, if y'all don't know what the talk, what the gummies are, yes, they are edible. So have fun. Be responsible and be safe while you using them. Yeah. Um, like I said, we thank them for sponsoring us. We thank them for even taking the time out to even see, you know, to even have us on their radar to say, look, we want to invest in you guys. So from that, we definitely are humble and we definitely appreciate that. So, yeah. like I said, look out for those two events. Oh, and one more event that you guys don't want to miss out on is May 29th. If you're not listening, you're not you're doing yourself a disservice. I'm about to tell y'all real quick. And you're, you're, listen, you're not living right. Y'all doing a disservice. If you're not going to be in attendance May 29th with your crew, let's talk this. Me, baby, Miss B, and Sheikah the Diva. Y'all doing yourselves a disservice. I'm, I'm telling y'all. Where can y'all go, have food, drink, have fun. Bring your kids. It's a family affair. Listen, we're going to bug out, have fun. And we're doing a live show right there. So you guys going to be on the set with us having the show. And listen, y'all will see us in person. In person, having fun, bugging out with, like how we always do. And you never know who's going to pop up at our, at, our, um, at our barbecue. Trust me. Where we at? Listen, we want, we want y'all to come hang out with us. That's what we want y'all to do. We want y'all to come hang out with us. Eat, laugh, drink, talk, talk, talk shit with us. You know what I'm saying? And be right there live with us. So May 29th, go click the link in the bio right now. I mean, like right now, and go get like your right tickets. Now? Like right now, and go get your tickets. Don't wait. Don't wait to the last second. Oh, then there's no more tickets. Because once the tickets are gone, I'm sorry, you just can't. You're gonna miss out. You're gonna see it from Instagram, but somewhere else, probably at home, which you should have did it. So we're giving you an opportunity right now to go out there right now, support your favorite podcast, Let's Talk Ish, the world's most infamous podcast, Let's Talk Ish, and go out there and go with your tickets, baby. Who else we should want to do? Be with the king. 
Yes, sir. And Wavy and Sheikah and Miss B. Come on now. We do it. We do. We do. We do. And we're doing it for TV. I sound like mates. What are you yes, doing? But anyway. No, I said I ain't say with my I ain't say with my cousin where you are. I no, I didn't say that. I said I said with Mason. No, let me touch you with all here. The way you just said it, you sounded like wait. She could correct me if I'm wrong. No, we don't need her correction. Yeah, she could correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sound. I said with Mason, and May said it first. Uh huh. All right. Shout out to Harlem World. Well, everybody who's on from Harlem want to check in. Shout out to Harlem. Shout out to Mace, Bad Boy. Everybody, let's keep going. So, um, yeah, let's keep going. So, do you feel that parents of this generation raise their children with the right tools to become successful? Oh, good one. I don't know because that sounds a little boy surprised me. So I, and this, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I I would say it's um. Shout out to JB Live. What's going on, yeah. bro? Um, I would say fifty fifty. I would say some parents. Because some parents were not taught um, financial stability. Some parents were not taught about credit and things of that caliber. So none of these things transcended over to their to most of their children. You know what I'm saying? Financial literacy, things of that caliber. So it was like it's like trial and error. You you live and you learn. But okay. I think that um, with that being said, when I we so. I think when we learn what we're going through as far as like you no know, now because credit. Back then, credit was like, okay, it wasn't the way of the world. You know, it was about how much money you can make and how you can afford to pay for out there in cash. But now, cash don't mean shit. You could, you could make $80,000 a year and you have fucked up credit. They don't give a fuck how much money you make. So with that being said, now you have now you got to look at the option and say, well, damn, credit does mean a lot. And then the way the world's going to change and continue to grow, credit will be your main source of how you live. So right. we have to teach our children what they consider about credit, financial literacy, how to be responsible with money, things like that. And not to say not all parents were taught was not like that, but there are some parents who were taught that because their parents set them up. And it's, it's it all depends. But I would feel like this: we have to set better precedents when it comes to our children now than what we were taught. Because, like I said, no offense to people who live in houses and things like that, but. Somebody made. I asked this question um, a couple of days ago when I was at work, and somebody said to me about, "Oh, is, is they can they condemned people that live in housing?" And I said, "It's not about that." I said, "Housing was back in the day because I found this out myself. Back in the day, housing was for military people. Back in the day, yeah, it wasn't for it wasn't for the regular common people who work nine to fives. It's for military people, people in the service, yeah. right?" Yeah. But then it, it transcended what they had. They didn't pay for life. They didn't pay for water. They didn't pay for certain situations. But that became stepping stone for people. You know, and then now they, they pass that on to um, other people in their family. So it's not to say that because you live in housing, you're less than the person. I had to, I had to correct that, that individual because he, he looked down on people who live in housing because he feels because they don't pay X, Y, and Z, and he pays X, he pays, et cetera. That makes them all on a different scale. No, nah, just because you you decide to put yourself in that position to own your home or whatever the case may be. So you're paying for water, you're paying for this, you're paying for that. It don't deem you more more responsible or more highly valuable than a person who lives in housing because it's still they still got to pay bills just like you. They got to pay for cable, they got to pay their rent, they got to pay for whatever else they got going on. It's just that they have less, they may have one or two bills less than you, but still, they still got to provide for their family the same exact way. But 
you know, but people have that different mindset. But when it comes to our children, we got to teach them, like, listen, you got to go out, what you want, you want that $400 pair of sneakers, or you can take that $400 and get more for your money. It, 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 you have to you have to teach them the responsibility of what money is because they they have to learn that 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 function. And I think a lot of parents is not they don't teach that kids that function because a lot of parents are still young minded when they they want to go out there and get that fifteen hundred dollar Louis bag or whatever the case may be and still struggling to pay their bills. Like right. you got to think like you can't keep or oh, I'm I'm gonna buy this, this, these two hundred dollars these eight hundred um, Alexander McQueen for eight hundred dollars. I'm going to borrow $500 from Keisha next week. You still got to pay Keisha back. You know what I'm saying? But, but, but you're not thinking like, oh, you're, you're like those do. But you see a, you see a pair of a sneakers you want to go buy. So you're going to skim off that light bill to go pay your sneakers. Get, get a pair of sneakers. Like, yeah. yeah, we have to think more smart, in my opinion. Like I said, I'm not judging people who do it. But you have to be more smart, especially when you're trying to raise children. And, and children watch. So you want you want your kids to have a, a better president in life and see, like I said, I've seen my mother work hard as hard as hell. And that's that's one of that's one of my role models. And I've seen her work her ass off to show me exactly what it is to work, but also what it is to prioritize. So I I, I think for that situation, it showed me, yeah, it's okay to treat yourself, but don't go treat yourself when you gotta sit there and you gotta Rob from Peter to pay Paul, and you you struggling. Nah, take care of your bills first. You can go without it until your next time you get paid or whatever cases. If you listen check the check, it's okay. If it's meant for you to get it right, then it's meant for you to get it. But don't go out there and kill yourself to give it, and you know at the end of the day you can't afford to. You're right. I agree. So I mean, I, I said I think generate. I think the generational gap between our, our generation from our parents to us and from us to our children has changed dramatically, changed drastically. Yes. I think that we have, we don't, we, we don't teach our kids the same way that our parents taught us because we, but we take pages out of their books, but most of us today are more lenient when it comes to our kids. Yeah. We're more lenient. Sure. We're more lenient with certain things that are done as opposed to our parents was like, Oh, hell no. Ass is grounded quick, and when they put you on punishment, punishment was punishment back in the day. Word. That shit was like talk. That was that was like torture. No phone, no game. Man, listen, game, I remember no my mother punched me for my mother punched me for a whole. Son. I was disrespectful one time to my aunt, and God rest her soul. I said something. I said something. Out of my, I was like I was like fourteen, maybe, or younger than that. I think I was like twelve, twelve or thirteen, close to fourteen. I can't remember. I know I said something slick out of my mouth to my own. And my mother said, it was summertime. My mother punished me. She took me to my other aunt's house. Everybody outside having fun. Everybody, didn't, here come the ice cream truck. So my little yellow ass, I'm going to get some ice cream. <laughs> I'm Sheikah gone. Yeah. Try to request us. All right. She, oh, Sheikah the Diva is here. So my mother, what she did was, Everybody got ice cream. I'm sitting there looking like Boo Boo the Fool. I couldn't get no ice cream. You know when Mr. Softy come past back in the day? That was just shit. I was like, yo, know, I, I felt sick to my stomach. I'm looking at everybody like, I should smack the ice cream out their goddamn head. But whose fault was that? It was mine. It was mine. But see, my mother, taught me, my mother taught me a lesson. She's like, listen, you want to be disrespectful? Oh, you're you going to still go where everybody else going to, to see how much fun you could have had. But you ain't gonna sit there and have you ain't gonna you ain't gonna enjoy these festivities. You gonna be right there, sitting right beside me. 
agree. And sure shit, she did. And my mother, when she when she said punishment, whoo, them things was like prison sentences, like yeah. But it torture ass. It it did. It did. It it gave me a different perspective of life. You know what I'm saying, she hit the things that could bring you in. Um, but yeah. It, it 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 said a different um president. I don't know how to join her from here, but I guess she has to click the button for me to join her in. But yeah, but I, I think like I said the way we were raised, like I would say this also, like kids can't be kids. Hold on, I think this is her right here. Yeah, hold on. There we go. So I said like, you don't see kids outside no more. You don't see kids outside like girls playing double dutch, kids outside playing games, you don't see that shit no more. She get a diva. What up, queen? We can't hear you. What you got? A, a, a... She got her headphones on. I take them headphones off. See, that's what happens. See, we can't hear you. No. Take the half. Take take the um. Take the men in black piece out. Interesting, men in black. Be good. Oh, she, now she now she freezing and shit. I tell, tell you, boy, light skinned people. Um, the last time I checked. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, but until she until she fixes up what she's standing there. But no, nah, but I'm just saying. Face. I know she got the screw face on pause. <laughs> she gotta come back in probably. There she goes. I'm uh, come. Oh, wow! Look at Auntie's. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. See, and that's what, and that's what we doing it for. We still can't. Hey, Should I come back in? See, that's what we doing it for. Like, see how that that little baby right there is innocent. Has no knowledge of what fuck shit this world's coming to. Mm-hmm. They have no idea about the violence that this world's coming to. Nothing. And um, podcast Graham said, "Happy Mother's Day in the U.S." Thank you, thank you. And we had it in March. Okay. We still can't hear you. Oh, she had to come back yeah, in. She, yeah, she got to come back so, in. So, but like I said, see that that little that little baby is very innocent and has no idea what this world is about. But we got we got to do what we got to do now while we still here to make make things a lot more better for that baby to grow into a world where the fuck shit is doesn't is not as heavy as it once was. So I'm gonna try to bring her back in again. Oh, there she go. Oh, sorry, y'all. Um, auntie duties. No, see, and, that, and that's and, and happy Mother's Day. See, whether you're auntie or not, you get the Mother's Day treat. Yes. 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 The reason I'm coming on late is because my sister just came in town uh, from North Carolina and she surprised my mother. We, you know, so we celebrate. Oh, where, where, where mama at? That's what I'm about to say. How mama feel? Mama's good. She just finished crying. Where she at? No, where she at? Put her on the camera. Where she at? Cooking right now. Go in the kitchen. There she go. Happy Mother's Day, Mama. <laughs> Love you. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. See that? Oh, you got to see their face, Mom. This is them. 
That's Marcus. That's I'm the speed. Hi, Marcus. How you doing? <laughs> See, that's what it's all about. <laughs> Yeah, so that's like I said, you know, you gotta love them now, you know. Like we always say, give them roses and flowers and everything now. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Always. So, so now you said you're an auntie and you got the little the little bundle over there. Like, what's your thought process on saying like now moving forward to ensure that that, that that's a she, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay, but but being that you're an auntie growing up now, what would what would be your process and your thought mindset now to to ensure that they don't grow up in a fucked up society? Like what? what, what, what Go ahead. What you mean? No. Like you already know how this world is right now. How we grew up, we start seeing different things as we grew up. The world the world's gonna get worse if we don't start making changes today. There are little changes that we're getting now with justice and stuff and things like that. But we want to continue that right path to ensure that by the time she is 15, that the world is a little bit more better for her and for your nephew and for my kids and everybody else. We got to do a little yeah, bit more. No, it's hard. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to even determine, but you just got to be the best that you can be as a, mm -hmm. mother, as a mother, a father. Just, you know, that's just how we grew up. So we just try to instill what we learned into them. We can't protect them from everything, but we can definitely give them the knowledge and the education Correct. of what it's like to be a black male or a black woman in a society. Okay. That's what's up. So, how did you feel when you became an auntie? Like, what was your first emotion when you first, when you heard you were going to be an auntie? Oh, man. You like, have no idea. I was, I was speechless, you know? I was speechless because I was... I, I don't know. It's just a, it's a feeling that you just really can't describe. And then, actually, because I knew my sister was pregnant, and, you know, we went through the whole... And then we was during the freaking pandemic, so that was hard. Yeah. Because me and my sister, we are really close, and the last time I seen her was March of 2020. Wow. So then she became pregnant, and I didn't see her till the freaking baby shower in November. Yeah. So I missed a lot. So when I seen her in November, I was so ecstatic, and I was just so happy to see her, because that's a long time being with somebody, like your sister, that you always speak to and see yeah you know that that was a big thing for me and then when my niece was here i didn't care about any restriction i had to go out my way and go to north carolina and be there to see my niece so i didn't care about anything yeah you so, know yeah uh, that, and I, like i said that's that's commend like i said congrats to your sister especially having being yeah, pregnant during the pandemic yeah, That's scary you know, because you don't know, you may not got it, but the baby could have contracted COVID. Or, yeah. You know, it's hard. It's it's, hard. It, it was hard on a lot of parents I heard during that time because the, if they didn't contract it, the baby could have contracted it. A lot of things could have happened. You know, you, you it's, a, it's a life that, that's inside of you that you're attached to. Listen, man. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. Appreciate it. Oh, Bob's on. Yeah. Shout out yeah, to you. <laughs> Shouts out to my boy Bob, you know. But oh, yeah. You know what, Bob? I want to show you something real quick. Pass me that. Oh, I got it. Yeah. Oh, the Yankee fitted. I was rocking the Yankee fitted. <laughs> oh, shit. The, the signature Yankee fitted. Well, you know, I have one of that with my Adidas outfit today. Okay, okay. You, you was real New York, huh? All day. 
All right, all right. Thank you, boo. I appreciate it. Yeah, but happy Mother's Day to you, Miss B. What's going on with you and your ragamuffins? Ah, she said ragamuffins. That's a real old school. <laughs> Right. So I, was, I was telling Marcus that a boy came knocking at my door, girl. A boy. A boy. To tell me, hi, and that he wanted to take my daughter on a walk. Okay, Wolf. I don't know. No, she just told me to tell everybody on the line that she's back. <laughs> Yeah, I told her to be back by 9.45. She was already here by 9.30. Oh, Abe. Oh, so he's... She's 18, so... Yeah. I know, but you know what it is? You don't want to take the training wheels off. I, I do want to take them off, but it's just like, mm, you know, I got to mm -hmm. I gotta do it slowly. I can't... Yeah, of course, that's your... That's still going to always be your baby girl, no matter if yeah. she's... I think, I, think it's, I think it's difficult. 35. I think it's difficult for her to take the training wheels off because, like I said, this new day and age of how kids handle certain situations, how kids, they, they have these, they know, social media being a way of life. You never know how kids function. You know what I'm saying? It's not like the All old right. school ways where they where they wrote you love letters back in the day. Do you like me? Yes, no, maybe, Bob. Yes, no, maybe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that that changed the dynamic. You know what I'm saying? That it's no longer, it's no longer being on the phone and your parents are like, get your ass off my phone. You know what I'm saying? Now everybody got social media. You don't really know no more because it's, everything is so private. Mm -hmm. When we was growing up, the only way we could talk to our friends was on a regular house phone. Or outside of, or outside of the stoop. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That too. So that's how just, it was. I'm just happy. I'm just happy at the fact that, you know, all this talking I've done with her, all the, you know, this has to be like this, it has to be like this, it has to be like this. The fact that she went and she ran down my list of rules to him, mm -hmm. he felt the need to be like, I want to say hi to your mom and talk to your mom. I was like, right, that's respect. Wait a minute. Oh, is that okay? hold on. Being that Sheikah's on, I want to make a special announcement that Sheikah's on. All right. So for all of our fans that is watching, right, and who don't know backstory on Sheikah the Diva, Sheikah the Diva and I have been friends for the past 15 or 16 years. That's like, that's my sister, right? But I got something special I want to say because she's on right now. So if you guys are interested, y'all know anyone who's interested in becoming upcoming actors or actresses, y'all will get ready to watch her run her own business called the Betty J Productions, right? Because she will be now running that management that management company to help other people in the position that she's in because she's an actress herself. So coming towards the end of this year, so coming after coming to the fall of this year of 2021, you guys will be able to now get insight on how to become an actor. She's going to be holding classes, tutorials, everything coming the fall of 2021. So I want you guys to stay tuned for that. Um it's going to be a very big thing and we're going to have and to set it off for her, right? Because it has to go and stop because that name is, is in, in response to her grandmother. So we're going to do it right. And we're going to have a, a grand opening because with that, it's going to be a space that she's going to teach her classes out of and do everything out of based on in the memory of her grandmother. So I want you guys to clap it up for her and stay tuned for 2021 because that is my little sister. And like I said, I told you I was going to get you. So we're going to make it real big, all right? So with that being said, also we have other things going on, but I just wanted to share with you since you was on live right now. You feel me? Thank you. Appreciate you guys. I love y'all. Gotcha. Love you too, boo. So, 
Um, yeah, but like I said, Mother's Day is, is, is I feel like Mother's Day for you guys, for all y'all, should not be just one day because of the simple fact is y'all do this job every day. It's effortless. It's it, it's like, you know, the hustle and bustle for the single mothers who are out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, doctors' appointments, doctors' visits, everything. I don't get this. Right. Yeah, you know, y'all don't get the recognition that Chad is over. There are some women who don't who don't get that recognition because of certain situations. But I would say this, and I, I could be an asshole right about now, but I'm not going to be. <laughs> That'd be a first. I, I'm listen, waiting. I said that out loud. I know you did. See, disrespectful. But no, um, the fact remains is that whether you take a step back and realize you you brought a, a life into this world. That that child didn't ask to be his. You feel what I'm saying? So take a step back and understand you have a life that you can make a difference in, whether it's minimal, whether it's a lot, whether it's very small. You still can make a difference in that child's life where that child can become the, the future leader tomorrow. That child could be the next president. That child could be the next neurosurgeon. That child could be the next, you know, whatever the case is. So at the end of the day, Always take advantage because you brought that child to this world. Don't sit there because you was not ready to be a parent. So who is? No one is. But there's no rule. There's no manual. There's no book. You're gonna you're gonna win. You're gonna lose. You're gonna fall on your ass. But you gotta understand that right at this point, like my mother always told me, there's someone that depends on you. And when you got that person that depends on you, that's that's your biggest strength that they could ever be. Because that person depends on you, just how you're, like you depend on your mother and your father when you grow up, or just or just your mother. That's the same thing you that person is doing to you. So let that be your that your fuel to want you to want better for yourself as well as your own child. Like I like I go back to what Miss Pryor said on the show, um, when she was on our show before. She had her, her daughter changed her life, her kids changed her life. And I right. think for most of us that had children that was out here having fun, whatever, our kids turned us around. So let's continue to let's continue to make them and 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 fuel them to become what we what we are and better than what we are. We don't want them to follow in our footsteps. We want to be better than us. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yes. with that being said, you know my hat goes off to everyone. Like my mother, like I keep saying my mother is my role model. She's still my she's still my superwoman today. Hey, sissy. <laughs> <laughs> So love, that's my sister. She, she right behind me, but she wanted to get on the live. Well, <laughs> t- turn the camera to Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's all I want to say. You know, shout out to my sister, shout out to my cousins, yo, all all the all the women across the world, whether you you family to me, friends to me, y'all all family. So shout out to you guys. I, I, y'all gonna enjoy your day. But I got one more question for you right here, real fast. For me? Yeah. No, for anybody. For anybody. No, for anybody. So I want to ask this question. Do you feel that children raised by the same sex couples have it harder than children raised by men and by men and women? I would say back in the days, yes. Now no. Why why you say now no? I think when you if you have two people in a household, that's a plus no matter what sex it is. No, you're right. But there's a lot of kids back in the days, and even now, but back in the days more with the whole bullying thing. So you would have, like, say if it was two moms and it was a girl or a boy and they go to school and it was like a father and son or father and daughter, you know, event going on. The questions come. 
or I don't know who my dad is, or I don't know where my dad is, or I don't have a dad. That's when it becomes difficult for them. Gotcha. But I, that's what I'm saying back in the days, because now it's just yeah, like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, right. No everything was more taboo too. I think more. I think kids are more. I think kids are more cruel today. With with the whole social media thing, with the memes and everything that goes on, even though even though it's more prevalent, even though seeing same sex couples are more prevalent today mm-hmm. than they were back then. Like back then, the people kept their, their their situations to themselves, right? They kept right. it more they kept it more closed in, more confidential. Yeah, that's your auntie, that's uncle. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying? Yeah, everything. Really yeah, they, they they didn't expose it until more now. But I feel like kids are more crude now with the whole meme social the, the social media world is more prone to bullying than it was back in the day. We didn't have social media back in the day. You know what I'm saying? So seeing two seeing two women together back in the day, seeing two men together back in the day, it, it wasn't questioned. Like, oh, that's my homeboy, that's my thing. But now kids are make more fun of it in my perception. I could be wrong, but I think that they can make more fun of it now. Oh, uh you your daddy, your daddy like this, your daddy like penises and it, it, like it make more fun of it because it's like oh I got a mommy and daddy so that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah yeah them your daddy's going to hell because they they sinning. Like it's more noticeable now because now you're saying they made it more noticeable to say that people in the gay community are are, are sinning as opposed to or it's, it's disgusting because you have some homophobic people out there that are against it. You know what I'm saying? Which before they, they, they was not accepting to it because now they, they didn't have these LGBT community, the LGBTQ community, they didn't have it like as prominent as it is today. So I think with today, if that was more prevalent, I think kids today would be having more harder than kids in our generation. Makes sense. It makes sense, but bullying is going to be with or without the same parents, no no parents, different parents, girl, guy, it doesn't matter. Do you think do you think do you think do you think we were bullies back in the day? Cause we used to crack jokes on people. Do you think we were bullies back in the day? Because Of course. So so we were bullies too? I was like, damn, I was that bad. Like, I apologize. 
Apologize. So, yeah. So, so we had asked Miss B this one question, right? But if you want to, you ask your mother. You the oldest, right? She. Yeah. So, ask Mama if you if you want to ask her now. You could, but ask her when she found out she was having. What was her first emotion when she found out she was having a baby? And when you when you were born, what was her what was her initial reaction? And how did she feel becoming a mother for the first time? Oh, I thought she answered the question. I thought she did too. <laughs> no, she didn't hear you. She's up there feeding the baby. So I don't think she. My one, you know, I'm the oldest, right? And my my um my team wants to know when you found out that she was pregnant with me for the first time. How did you feel about that? Did you want to cry? Did you? What did you feel? Were you emotional? Like how did you feel becoming a parent for the first time? Yes, me. Oh, I'm so happy. She said she was happy. Happy. <laughs> and, and when you and when you had your first Mother's Day, she said it was so long ago she forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, Mom, really? <laughs> she was like, "Oh man, that was once." We talking about eighties? I don't remember how I felt back in the eighties. <laughs> well, you like I said, it. I just we asked that question because we all had experiences in it. I know. Oh my goodness! They they all have kids. I'm the only one with no kids, mom. Yeah. <laughs> you do. You got your niece right there. That's your kid. Yeah. No. Definitely. Now I know she was happy. She, you know, she always loved girls. So the first thing when she found out that she was having a girl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So then when she was pregnant again. And she had my sister. Okay, so she's <laughs> she like, yes, girl. So that's it. that's that's her first baby. She wanted six girls. Yeah, that's her first baby. So so bring yeah. bring 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 sis on real quick. Let me ask her. So she was like, so how did you how did you feel for the first time being a parent for your for your she first said, time? How did you feel for the first time? Oh. <laughs> was a girl or just you didn't care? No, I didn't care. I kind of wanted a boy because it's all girls in the family. That is true. So I wanted to see how my mom would act with a boy. Who's that girl? So, what, what, so what's your, so what's your thought process now, being a parent for the first time, and now this is somebody who looks up to you, who's gonna, who's gonna one day sit in and, and try to follow your footsteps. Like, what is your plan now to ensure that they become very successful? Well, I just want to basically make sure I'm set and I got everything together. Correct. There you go. As far as like job wise, because she is looking up to me, so I just want to make sure I got everything like planning my next step and make sure it's a, me progressing and me being better and a better person. That's that's what I respect. That my hand goes up. Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah. Thank and you. happy Mother's Day too. Thank you. Yes, happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. All right. So. I'm gonna see. Hold on. I'm gonna see if I can bring the OG on. She gonna if she would come on. Oh, she not did yeah, this. She go. Hold on. Let me see some. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see. If she come on one time. Let me see some. We'll be at the studio. Yeah, I'm with them. I'm with them all the time. Every weekend, mom. Mom was like, she was alive today. Like, yeah, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna see if she want answer. But anyway. Baby's not on because you don't know, want people to have some slick shit to say about the dog. Oh, yeah, about the dog, right? Yeah. Uh oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Says that to my. Oh. Oh. Say hi, 
What's that? That's a that's a that's a Shih Tzu. It's fancy. Nah, it's a it's a Morky and a Yorkie. Oh, the mix. Okay. <laughs> uh oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Are you waiting uh, for somebody? Nah, I I try to hit the OG up, but I think she's busy, so she ain't answer. But um, yeah. But anyway, like I said, we 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 have like. Oh, she said she was unable to join. But yeah, so <laughs> but yeah, we have we have a different, like I said, this one is different. Oh, there you go. Hold on. Coming in. Yeah, we're gonna bring the OG in. Oh, boy. Let's see. If she comes on. Oh, they go. Oh, it's my sister instead. <laughs> What's happening, fool? That's my sister. That's my baby right there. We, we I try to get the OG on. What happened? Where mommy at? All right. So you so you want you gonna ask her the question and she can answer. We can hear her voice so she can answer. All right. So when you when you found out you was pregnant, you and you was gonna become a mother for the first time. What was your thought process? Was you nervous? Like, how did you feel once you were going to become a mother for the first time? Nervous, because it didn't come with a manual on how to be a parent. Everything was done and learned through trial and error. Absolutely. Exactly. And when, and when you found out after you had me, you, you celebrated your first, your first Mother's Day, and then you had nine years later, you had my sister. Like, were you, were you more prepared nine years later, or were you still learning? And I, what I didn't know, having you, I knew by the time I had her. So when you look back at all, when you look back at both, and seeing me and my sister where we at now, and like her being thirty-two years old, me being about to be forty-one, like how do you feel now seeing us the way that you see us today? My 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 job and my my job and my struggle of having. You at 21 and her nine years later, 30. Um, I matured more by the time I had her versus 21 coming out of um, having you. Mm -hmm. Didn't know no better. So I went right back. I stayed home a year with you. With her, I knew better. So I went back to work within a three, four month span. So it was a difference. The cost of living having you was cheaper than the cost of living having her nine years later. Okay. So there was no sense. There was no, I'm going to stay home and the one salary person was going to be able to make it. It wasn't, it wasn't an option. With you, when I had you in the eight, in the 80s, it was easier. Clothes cost less. Similac cost less. Yes, Similac.
just before we before we let you go, just share your what, what the funniest um story about me and about my sister. Like, give us like your funniest moments of being a mother that you that you always look back on and laugh. Taking you to go take pictures and <laughs> and you ran and you bust open your knee and I was taking you home to change your outfit. So with your bloody knee and looking at your both outfit. <laughs> I heard that live. Yes, I had a banana suit on as a kid. Yes, yeah, I heard it live. You're not safe no more with me. <laughs> yeah, girl, I had to let him know. Oh <laughs> shit! She went there. She put the banana suit story out. Wow. Oh, man. Well, you like yellow, so it makes sense. <laughs> and so, tell me about about my sister. say one thing to my sister because she may not be a mom yet but what she did was when she went when I had my sons and she became an auntie she helped me a lot with my when it came to my sons like watching them and how to go to work and things like that and she didn't have to because she was a little kid but she stepped up as being that's that's, that's my role though nobody understands me her nine years apart that's my that's my little buddy right there she get on my nerves but I love her but I, I but you still you still get the happy mother's day for me too because the fact is you stepped up and helped me with my with your nephews when I had to go to work, like I said. And just so you know, I, I do appreciate you for all that. You know, even to now when you do certain things when it comes to your nephews, you know, they they are your nephews slash sons of your own. So I definitely want to say I appreciate you for that too. You know what I mean? Love you too. So thank you guys for joining on with us. Ma, I will Talk Bye. to you later. Love you guys. Bye. Love you. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Day too. Day. And even the ones who still don't get it. Too cute. Oh my goodness. Your mom is adorable. Yeah, she I'm I'm mad she bought something yellow with her. Listen, no 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 banana jokes, okay? I'm gonna get you some banana now ladies. <laughs> <laughs> No banana jokes. That that was what that was. Those that, those were stories I I was gonna take to the boat and bury forever. What? I don't know about you, but I'm running with that shit all day. Damn. Every day. Damn. That's true. <laughs> you didn't ask. I'm as happy you didn't ask my mom that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna get that one day. Don't worry. I'm gonna get it. But now nah, you know, like I said, we all having fun and.
different for ourselves and different better for ourselves. So, you, you know, just just in that situation alone, and I'm glad that we we was able to have three out of the four. You know, maybe probably couldn't whatever he was like couldn't log in, but it's always fun to have like I said to have you guys on with me. I thank you guys for all all you have done, and we're gonna continue to do. So we're gonna wrap it up soon, so you guys can get back to doing what I was doing, having fun and relaxing. But I want everybody who knows to watch that again. If y'all missed, if y'all missed anything, we want to say again. Shouts out to our sponsor, King Gummy. Um, King Gummy, definitely. Like I said, um, oh, you know what? I mean the pause right there, but um, we ha- we're gonna have another another sponsor. Oh, we are. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll let y'all know details on that. Right. Okay. Also, like I said, May fourteenth, you can you can see myself, Sheikha the Diva, Miss B, and Wavy on the red carpet for the premiere of Guns and Guns and Graham. Um, Guns like and I said, yeah. so like I said, it's an all star cast. Please don't miss out. You get to see us live interviewing some of the most prominent actors in today's in today's um acting history and part of our culture. Um. Also, May 29th, you guys have not done it yet. Go get your tickets right now. Go to my link. Go to Secret link. Go to Miss B link. Go to the Let's Talk-ish link. Go get your tickets and come have fun with us May 29th. There's no place that you should be than be here with us. There's no other place in the world. If you Listen, don't worry about saying, oh, I got my kids. No, bring them with you. We got hot dogs going to be on the grill. We got hamburgers. All type of stuff. We got Capri Suns. Yeah, we got the little sippy, sippy juices. You know what I'm saying? We got somebody special that's going to be grilling it up. So if you guys want to see who is the one that's going to be on the grill, you guys have to purchase your ticket. Yeah. Listen, I can't tell you. Listen, you don't want to miss out. And then I got seven. And how much is it again? It's $10. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. Wait, there is there is tax to it. So if y'all want to know, the total amount is twelve dollars and forty one cents. Wow. And how much does a Whopper meal cost? And literally like eleven dollars. Tell me about that price. So if you want to go get you a grilled Whopper and instead come hang out with us and be on live and be in person, best podcast it is. Yeah. Oh, she can cry because she she telling them she crying for them because they ain't doing they ain't doing right. <laughs> she crying, telling y'all in her own language, go get y'all tickets. Y'all hear her crying, say, go get these tickets. What are you doing? Get these tickets. Ah. But like I said, this your boy Marcus King. That's my sis, Sheikha the Diva, one of the queens and the other queen, Miss B. We let's talk this. My boy Wavy, which is my cousin, my ace coon, you know he's out there. He's doing what he's doing. But like I said, we see you guys next weekend on the red carpet. And we're gonna have a show for y'all on Sunday. So stay tuned for the madness. Cause you know why? We back, motherfuckers. Yeah. I love you guys. Enjoy. Oh man. Good night guys. Love you. Love you later. Bye. Yeah, call me later. All right, bye.